0: Hey, what's happening, good people? This is your boy Marvin and the crew is back. It's me, Deron, and Molayne, and we are The Beard Always Wins. The Beard Always Wins. It's a movement, it's a lifestyle, and more importantly, it's a podcast. I want to be so grateful and thankful that you all are listening, too. And as always, you know, we always start the show with, uh, you know, friends of the podcast, and we got a new one. Uh, we got Latrice Miller, virtual assistant, um, and you, she can be reached at 850 850- and what latrice does she'll help you if you got a business that you're trying to start out with trying to build from the ground up she'll help you get your llc apply for your business license even show you how to get your ein and um and all that good stuff so look up uh latrice miller virtual assistant um and you can she can be reached at 850 427 2271, and you can also find her on Instagram as well as um, Facebook. So, and also shout out to Neatly Scented Candles. Uh, find her on Instagram, Facebook, and get some of the best smelling candles you could possibly buy. And with that being said, man, Happy New Year. uh Even though it's the 26th, this is our first time really get, being able to get back together and for different reasons. But listen, we're back, and you guys missed the pre show, a um, pre production. We're talking about superstitions. We all are big sports fans. I know I am. And we were just talking about superstitions. And, you know, Mo over here complaining about the Hornets. I didn't mean that. (laughs) The the Panthers. Um, Who who else you got, Mo? Who who else?
1: Kentucky basketball.
0: Yeah. Uh, So we all have our superstitions. I know me personally, I'll never probably attend a Georgia game live unless they're playing UMass or equipment tech, which I assume they would win. And I'm going to tell you my reason why I'm a Cowboys fan. And even though these days I don't really care too much for the NFL, but I'm a Cowboys fan. And the only, I finally get a chance to go to Jerry's world, the new stadium. And I got a chance to, to walk on the field part of the halftime show. Thanks to the army. And That night, Tony Romo gets hurt, breaks his collarbone. And that's the end of the season. That's the end of the season. So from then on, I I vowed that, you know what? If it ain't my Vikings, I ain't really going to no football games. I don't have a basketball team. But I'm not going to see my favorite teams play in person because I feel like I'm bad luck. So, Mo, we'll, we'll let you carry on, you know, pass the torch to you and tell us. Your superstition, or why you feel like you have a new superstition.
1: So, yeah, it's 100% new for me because I never had a superstition, like, if I'm watching the team or if I go to the game, um, it would impact If anything, I felt like I would help my team, you know, if I'm going (laughs) in person. uh, I felt like I gave them good luck when I showed up. You know, it wasn't until recently, until actually a couple of months or weeks ago that I started feeling like, man, everybody that I'm watching... Uh, whether I'm going to a game or watching it on TV, everybody that I'm watching, I feel like they got some type of cloud over them, man. Like, and I don't want to, I don't want to jump into the NFL, but I'll be jumping around. I don't want to jump into the NFL too soon. But the Panthers just hired a head coach. Wish him the best. Hope he does a great job. Um, always pulling for the Panthers. But I was a little bit confused on how we could have Sean Payton in the running. How we can have Steve Wilkes in the running who just ended the season very strong. Uh and then today I get news that we hired uh Frank Wright. And again, I wish him the best, but it just seemed like what what what, what, are, what are we doing? And then you go over to the Charlotte Hornets, who I try to pull for, had a lot of bad luck, you know. I've been since I've been in Charlotte, I've been going to uh games and checking out the team and it's just it, it's it's for lack of better words, it's not going well, man. It's not going well. <laughs> um, and then Kentucky basketball. Uh, it's well documented what Kentucky basketball has looked like this season up until the past three games. Um, it has not been good. Coach Cal has not been doing a good job. And I don't know. I'm starting to think it's me, man. But this is new. It's new for me.
0: And hey, you know what? Qu- so, quick question. Because um, I-, I know I, I see you and the Shout out Um, Delane. But – was Dennis always a Panthers fan or did he just convert once he got to to uh, Carolina got to Charlotte Yeah
1: so no you so you got to understand so both of us you know we we Panthers all day keep on it but you got to understand he was in Carolina he was in South Carolina a lot longer than I, than I I was I moved to North Carolina in 2016 but Dennis had been in South Carolina and Florence for years before uh, he moved to Charlotte so after I moved to Charlotte,
0: he moved to Charlotte, but uh, he had been in South Carolina for a long time, so he'd been pulling for the Panthers for a long time, a, a lot longer than I have. Okay, because at first I thought it was just the uh, the real Mike. You know, Mike is, uh, is a Mike Lang. Shout out to Mike Lang and, and the people out there, awesome, because uh, he's a big Falcons fan. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought it was just, you, you know... I don't know. They they just love misery and uh high blood pressure and everything else. But um but just uh I thought that it was just uh you know to get at him but he's actually at the games. You guys at the games and uh, taking pictures by the Panthers uh, uh statue and everything and yeah. So you guys are Panthers fans. What about you, Deron? What you got? <clears throat>
2: Let's see. I really don't have any superstition. Uh, the only one I really, I, I guess the only one you can classify that I have is that um, it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with me, but I don't think the Lakers will be good again until the Bus family sells the team to Jeff Bezos. And so I refuse to watch any more Lakers games until he who shall not be named is uh, retired or traded and the Bus family sells the team off. Wow, he who shall not be named is AKA Street Clothes, AKA um, Damn, I can't even say that word on this podcast. Never mind. Who AD? <laughs> yeah, Man. I don't like saying his name.
0: Is he? Is he back?
2: For, for a limited time only. <laughs> I just put it like that. And he just came, He just came back. He just came back.
0: Did, did he yeah. sprain his ankle? Like. against on air like he didn't hit nothing or something like that i don't know it's a weird injury injury that i think they got him seat uh sitting down not sure but always every now every three or four weeks he's he's out i think he cursed man i
2: think he cursed i think because he decided to leave the pelicans then the manner that he left the uh, pelicans i think somebody down in new orleans put like a hex on him or something because I mean he was he he had his share of injuries when he was in New Orleans, but this is like unprecedented, like the way he gets that he gets injured now. I'm like, come on, like man, like you went up for a rebound, like you shot a three pointer, you didn't even jump, you just hoisted it up and tore him I'm like, golly. Like, well so,
1: if that's if that's true and you think he might be uh he might have a hex on him. Then maybe it is New Orleans because uh, Zion Williams stayed hurt too. Yeah,
0: yeah, but I think Zion uh, probably got more to do with weight and in the, in the amount of games that they're playing.
1: I'll, I'll, hey, I I'll
2: tell you, I tell you, like I told uh, one of my partners, Vince Carter said the best a long time ago. He was like, "Why did you stop dunking?" He was like, "Cause you got to land, bro." And Zion got a lot of weight to be landing on, so I don't know how long those knee, those knees are gonna last. But he's too explosive, man. It's gonna be. I, I I don't. I hope it doesn't happen, but I could see him having a Derrick Rose situation because y'all remember how Derrick was so explosive when yeah. he first came in the league, like he jumped violently, right? And so I could see the same thing happen to Zion.
0: Yeah, or um, you know, like Kenny Smith. For those who Kenny Smith back in, day was real quick, real explosive. Uh but later on in his career, you know, slowed down. But and the reason why I say that is because they had a picture of Kenny Smith that was showing his his his, his legs, how he knocked me. And, and same thing with Zion. So I don't know. I hope not. Wish him nothing nothing but the best. And um Hey man, I got
2: something pay- I got something petty real quick.
0: Go for it. So, yeah, right. So I ain't
2: got I ain't got no real beef with Kenny Smith, but I've hated I've hated Kenny Smith ever since I have seen him in a dunk contest. And he used to do always do that raggedy bounce the ball between his legs and have it bounce off the backboard. Yeah. And then he would do this this weak reverse dunk. <laughs> so I'm like, come on, brother. Like you in a slam dunk contest with Sean Kemp, and you think that's what's gonna win? <laughs> like why is he why does he get why does he get a shot every he come here every year and do the same <laughs> tired ass dunk every year. Yeah, <laughs> why do y'all keep inviting this
0: man? Yeah, you're right. In fact, speaking of uh, retro dunk contest, did you ever see the dunk contest between uh, Barry Sanders, Dion Sanders, um, Michael Irvin, and a triple jumper? Can't think of his name. the one. It's
2: not the one with. Um, it's not the one with Carla. You think about the one that had... Uh... Oh man, was was that the one? Ken Griffey Jr. was
0: in. Yeah, Ken Griffey was in that one.
2: Yeah, yeah, I seen it.
0: Yeah, that that was pretty,
2: It was some pretty basic dunks in there, but again, it, it goes back to what I say. Uh, uh, football players can play any sport you throw them in. Basketball, not too sure about that.
0: Yeah, they soft with a capital T uh, in that regard. But I don't know. It, it, <laughs> it, it could have been a couple. Of, I, I, I got a feeling Anthony Mason could have played. I got a feeling Anthony Mason
1: could have played
0: basketball. Nope. Anthony Mason could have played what? I mean, football. football. Yeah, football. I'm sorry, I said basketball. But Anthony Mason, the one basketball player that I got a good feeling would have, would have, would have done well. Yeah, no, I think
1: it's it, I think it's some guys that played in the NBA with a mean streak in them that you could probably they could probably be edge rushers maybe, you know, yeah. but uh cuz of the the length, but for the most part, I would say 80 to 90% of NBA players they don't want, they don't they don't want any parts of what's happening on the football
0: field. Nah, cuz you got to be a little crazy. You got to be a little crazy to play football when <laughs> you think about it. A little. Just a little. yes, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Just, just just a little. We 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 uh we, we 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 wired a little different uh, when it comes.
1: Hundred percent. You you either gotta be crazy, you either gotta be crazy, or you gotta have a split personality to play football. Like, because <laughs> you gotta. You, some people are just all in hundred percent. They just crazy, and then some people are like they can they can flip the switch and turn it on and off. <laughs> well, that. speaking of wired different, I know I
2: think me and Mon talked about this the last time we tried to record, but. Can we talk? Can we talk at least
0: a good seven, five to seven minutes about Ed Reed? Go for it. <laughs> so <one> moment, <laughs> let me bring it in. You got it.
2: I'll, I'll let you bring it in because I'm gonna use one. I'm gonna use an argument that I've heard all my HBCU friends say, like doing like the Dion and now with this stuff. Uh, these are HBCU problems, and you went to a PWI, so you need to stay out of it. So I'm gonna stay out of. it.
0: You bring it in. Man, I, I took I took two classes at Virginia State, so I think I can speak on this. <laughs> I actually went to campus. I spent a lot of time on campus at Virginia State University. Um, and I don't even know they, they mascot, but they orange and blue. So anyway, but um, for those who didn't know, Ed Reed had an agreement with Bethune Cookman University, right? Yeah, uh, Bethune-Cookman. Bethune-Cookman,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Well, leading up to the job, he goes on social media, uh, this this profanity-laced tirade about his office not being clean and about it being dirty and X, Y, and Z. The next thing you know, Ed Reed gets fired. Well, not fired. They just don't – you know, you ain't got to fire nobody you didn't hire. So they just decided, hey, we're not going – this route and so ed reed comes back and says hey you know coach prime is right it's crooks and everything else like that the hbcus aren't right X, Y, and Z. but my opinion on it is this you knew what you was getting into did, did he just take the job because hey i get to be a head coach and maybe i could be like dion um or did he I don't know what he was thinking, coming from Miami, who has what? Uh, what what they say? Like a fifty million, a hundred million dollar budget, and Bethune-Cookman has maybe a million dollar budget. I, I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking, but the one thing I took from this is that Ed Reed reminds me of one of those coaches that you at a youth league. It, it makes you just, wonder.
2: Just, just, just say it out loud, man. He reminds you of akib Tlaib and his brother at a youth football game, <laughs> where if it go, if it go orange, this dude is pulling out a gun and beating on somebody with a with a yard mark.
0: Yeah, like he, like, he, he, like that that guy from White Man Can't Jump. You know what? I'm going to my car, and I will come back. I'm gonna add this in my file. That's yeah, what he. There, yeah. yeah. That that that's what uh Ed Reed reminds you of the way he handles his business. Not very head coaches, but that's just my opinion on it. But hey Bethune Cookman, I think they're supposed to announce somebody this week uh who's gonna take over the program. But I, I pass it you- I pass you, gentlemen <laughs> thoughts.
2: Mo is more diplomatic than me, so I'll let him go first. All right, I, I don't
1: have too much to say on it because this has been going around for a minute now. Everybody, you know, been chiming in on how they feel about Ed Reed and what Ed Reed did and didn't do right or whatever. So I'll just be brief. A um, couple of points. One, uh, I think it's important to understand that what Ed Reed had was basically an agreement in principle mm-hmm. to become the head coach at Bethune Cookman, right? So. Uh, The contract obviously was not completely done. It wasn't ratified, but they had agreed to hire him and he had agreed to become the coach. Now, for us, for everybody in the media and for fans, that really doesn't mean a whole lot. Whenever somebody makes an announcement, we just assume it's going to happen. Well, it's not real until it's real. And I think what happened was when he got on the campus and he had grievances and gripes and problems, and he decided to take it to social media, he got a lot of other people involved that didn't necessarily have to be involved at this stage in the process. Like, I think if if he's the head coach and he wants to be the head coach, then you try to work that out. But if he's like, I, I mean, I don't care. I don't want to be here. Then go ahead. You know, go on, go on social media, air him out. But if it sounded like to me, Was He wanted what was best for the kids. He wanted to try to work it out with the university. and He still wanted to be the head coach. So for me, that was kind of strange for him to go on social media and air it out that way. Because I kind of compare that to what uh, John Calipari did in Kentucky when he tried to air out the athletic director and uh, and talk about the football team. Those are conversations that you have in person. And those are things that you resolve uh, in private. And if you can't resolve them in private, you step away it's never okay. In my opinion, it's never okay to take the social media and try to talk about stuff like that. So that's my first point. Um, My second point is the one thing that I didn't like that came out of the the conversations was people, uh, and Ed Reed kind of alluded to it, but people painting all HBCUs with the same brush and saying that, oh, this is is an HBCU problem. And I didn't go to uh, Virginia State. So I didn't go to HBCU. I can't really comment on, you know, HBCU's campuses and what they should and shouldn't look like. But over the weekend, oddly enough, I was doing a little um, a little experiment, seeing how many campuses I had visited like in my life. And I've been to 11 HBCU campuses, yeah. like on campus, driving around, looking at, you know, going to buildings, checking out of campus, the grounds. And I've been to uh, almost 70 PWI campuses. So I think that's enough campuses to see, to know what a campus should and shouldn't look like, black or white. And I think what Ed Reed was talking about was just basic common sense, and nobody's campus should look the way that Bethune-Cookman's campus looked.
0: But didn't the they just did have is, a hurricane?
1: did a hurricane hit Daytona? Yeah, a hurricane hit when when was the hurricane? Just timeline. Um it was either I, October or November
2: time frame. I can't remember. Okay, okay.
1: But I, I I feel like, you know, and I'm not making I'm not making excuses again. I don't I don't know. I wouldn't have to throw a cookbook, but I feel like uh picking up <laughs> picking up trash or something that you know, what? I'm not even gonna get into that. They had a hurricane hit. Hopefully, you know, everything was is, is restored back to normal. But what I was gonna say was the way he did it, I didn't agree with, just going on social media. But sometimes you can be right, and sometimes you can you can basically do the right thing in the wrong way. And I think that's what happened. So I will leave it at that. I said I was going to be short, and I ended up talking longer than I expected.
0: Nah, go for it man. it, man. Go for it. There nah, ain't nothing wrong with that. But I think I think
2: I've said I think I've mentioned that before. Like this this um, this revelation that. It, well, I, I, I'll try to be brief, but it's one thing that I, it's one thing that came from this discourse that I don't like, which is just saying like, uh it's a lot of people that wanted to really jump in and on, on this conversation just to dunk on HBCU administration without actually like being like a student or having like any knowledge of what goes on behind the scenes or whatnot. So like... People try, people, it, it's like you had people that tried to pit every up against like Eddie George because Eddie George came out and he said something that was thoughtful. You could tell that he actually put it together. He, he's, he sort of backhand slapped his administration, but he also knows that his administration is missing $500 million that the state of Tennessee owes Tennessee State that they've been holding back from them for decades. And so he eloquently put that, and he didn't have to go on there. He didn't have to MF anybody, call anybody an SOB or snitch. We got snitches in here. It's just like how Mo said. there. You can't be blue-collar and be a coach. You have to understand that that is an executive role. That That's like, imagine if you go work in the C-suite at your office, where your boss and your boss's boss work at. And it's something that you don't like. You can't just MF your way to get some change done, right? Exactly. And it just seemed like a lot of people that and it just seemed like a lot of people who chimed in that was quick to jump on the air free bandwagon and saying that he was right. And I say this with full offense. So if you take offense, take full offense. Either you are a hourly wage earner or you are at a job that you hate. Because it seemed like those were the two biggest Proponents that were supporting whatever Ed Reed was doing on Instagram, Live. so. You got it's this whole it's this whole history. And like, last thing I wanted to say, the one thing I would love for these coaches to do, the ones that do have that do have the cojones to call out these administrations. Why are you calling out these HBCU administrations? Call out these state legislatures that continuously cut HBCU budgets every year, like state of Texas, TSU. TSU ha TSU is no different than any other University of Texas system or Texas AM system. They have to go before the state, they get ready, matter of fact, they get ready to go before the state legislature in a couple of weeks with their uh with their audited books because they are a state funded institution. But people want to talk about how the HBCU is not doing right by the kids. Find it dandy. That's something that we've known since we've been Jits. Like we all been to Albany, we all seen dormitories at Albany State and every one of them had like window units and sometimes those window units didn't work so we all seen this stuff so we already know what it come with don't mean that they need to stay that way because somebody do need to call it out but we do know what's happening so where everybody is talking about all this corruption that's going on if the, if this corruption is so widespread why is everybody sitting on their hands and not going to their politicians and be like hey man y'all know it's like corruption going on over here right you know and that's just this- my biggest gripe
1: he said they might get hit with the Rico.
2: Yeah. That, 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 it, 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 I live in the state of Texas, dog. They it would make Abbott it would make Governor Abbott it would bring him so much joy in his wheelchair to have the the school president for Prairie View, T S U, Lemoyne, uh whatever uh it's another HBCU that's it. He would love to see them perk walk from misappropriating on uh, state fund. And hell, he would he would actually stick up for the federal government if they was misappropriating federal
0: funds. But but you know what? Just just to echo the sentiments that uh both of you and Mo was saying, like <clears throat> it's it's not a blue collar job. You gotta be a construction yeah, not a construction worker, but you gotta have the uh the, the know how you gotta be a diplomat. You gotta you have to be, yeah, a, you diplomat. Gotta be a diplomat. And, you gotta know
2: how to massage things.
0: And I, I think I think a lot of a lot of people um don't know. Like my wife always tells me, um, my your delivery is whack. It's not really what you say; it's how you say it sometimes, um, and that's what it is. I think some people just shouldn't be allowed to speak. It's a reason why. But um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm being serious. It's it, it's it's a reason why you you don't see defendants taking a stand, right? Because if you, hey, if you go in there, nope, it's it's we you go in jail forever. So it's best if you just sit over here and shut up. Um, but you got to know your audience. You got to know how to speak to people. Like and you, you got to be able to connect. There's a time that that language and that that ad reuse used and that vernacular that he used. There's a time in the audience for that, but to ch- get the change that he wants, no, you, you can't go go talking like that. I don't care what you say or who you say. You're never going to yeah. get what you want, and. They say, hey, he ain't worth it. He he ain't worth the headache. I can see this is gonna be a headache. You know what? He ain't even got signed. It. Shredded. It. Let's move on to the next. And yeah,
1: also, I, I want to say one no, last ahead, thing. Bro. Yeah, I want to say one last thing on this. Like, and I said this before. I always say this. If you are a head football coach, sometimes you don't even have to be in college or NFL. You could be in a big high school. If you're the head football coach, you are an at bass, you are an ambassador for the university so you are basically a spokesperson for the university i think a lot of people look at a football coach as the x's and o's and you know give a speech and go have a good game the head coach is an ambassador and the higher you go the more of an ambassador you have to be and i just don't think ed reed is ready to be an ambassador that's what. That's my. I don't think it has anything to do with his football acumen or the, what he knows about the game or his connections or his ability to help kids. Or none of that. It's just that I don't think he's ready to be an ambassador for a university. No, nah, but he could like he like, like I
0: can say it's time and place. He could have said that the JT Money and uh and and Luke, but you can't say that to <laughs> to to Doctor um, Smith, whoever the chancellor is, of Cookman. Like i just kind of is what it is.
2: Um right. he he he's not doing that at the University of Miami, where they didn't even they didn't even think much of him to even give him an interview for the head coaching job, even though he served on many Diaz, he served on the school's athletic administrative staff as the chief of staff for the football program. So they what? didn't even offer him the chance to get an interview, but he gets to jump the line at HBCU because his name is Avery. He's not getting afforded. That opportunity at the PWR, but let me ask Sound you. Sound like you got an opinion on that? But um, I, I'm, I'm with Eddie Robinson. Hey, I'm Eddie. I'm Eddie Robinson
0: Jr. All the way. He ain't sweat. He he ain't. Uh, and I got <laughs> so I, I got I got a question. Um, what coaching experience does he have? I get it. He played in the league and everything, but when I, the people like when I talked to like we had Coach Tone on here, like when I talked to him, he for him. He says it's a lot of planning. It's more planning and making sure that everything's in line, the budget's in line, X, Y, and Z. Um, it's so much of his job is that, as opposed to preparing game plans. You know, the majority of his time is spent making sure that everything is is in line, so his team can be successful when they have practices and actually, you know, playing the game. I don't know what Ed Reed has done on the. I don't know what he. What is the chief of staff of Miami like? I, I
2: got. I, I got a question that I'll I'll, I'll. I'll ask both of you that I've asked people, and this was primarily more during like the whole Jackson State thing, and the people that were angry at Dion and the people that were supporting Dion for for lead for saving Jackson State, quote unquote, and then leaving to go to Colorado, and the same question can apply to every. When it ultimately comes down to it, what is Ed Reed's coaching philosophy? Like you know what you know what Kirby's is, you know what Nick's is. You you kind of sort of know what Dabo's is, which is I'm gonna hire some offense, uh, a competent offensive and defensive coordinator. And I'm staying out of the way, and I'll go raise this money and shake some hands and kiss some babies. So. What's his cultural philosophy? Is it three yards on a cloud of dust? Is it play defense? See, you're trying to be funny. You're trying to be funny because you know nobody can answer that
0: question. I know. That's what I'm saying. And, that's, and that goes back to the whole they jumped the line to get these jobs. Yeah. Now, yeah. <laughs> now, now, you brought up Deion Sanders. And the day, not the day, it was probably two days ago, I was called a hater because I said Colorado might be lucky to win six games. Might be lucky. And I and I get it. They got Kamani McLean, they got Travis Hunter, they got Shador, they got shallow they got um skill players. But the my reasoning behind it was that I said, Well, who in the trenches? I mean they yeah. I, I get it. The Brantley kid from Valdosta who was a dog, um, Committed there, um, but he don't get that to twenty four. Who do they have in the trenches? Who's going to protect and who's going to get after the quarterback? And from what I've seen, looking at the roster, that was a one in eleven roster. Granted, most of those kids have been are are gone. But who's gonna who's gonna protect them? Like. Six and five, six and six might be the pinnacle for Colorado in 2023.
2: 20, in uh, you know what that sounds like? What's that? Sounds like I need to pull up the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, point of blank, first game is out here in Texas against TCU. That's opening weekend. That I know for sure.
1: And I know game two is in Colorado. They're playing Nebraska. Matt Rule
2: versus uh versus Coach Prime.
0: And then I think the yep. next week is Arizona State.
2: No, 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 no. They got uh Colorado State. Actually week one week zero was supposed to have been uh y'all heard about that, right? Yeah. How yeah. week zero is supposed to have been Colorado, Arizona State. But then I guess I guess the uh pack, Pac 12 commissioner said that Dion went and told Kirk Herbstreit during the NCAA, the college football championship game. And I don't know how that ruins anything, but apparently well, that
1: threw everything off. But you know, that's funny because during the actual, I don't know if y'all had the audio on when y'all were looking at the game, but I heard Kirk Herbstreit say that. And he was like, this is breaking news. Nobody knows this yet. But um... yeah. That first game against TCU is not going to be the first game. They're going to be playing another game before TCU. And I was like, wow, Kurt Hershey, breaking news that nobody knows. And so I thought about that, and I was like, is that the way you want that uh, (laughs) to come out? Uh,
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely had the volume on because uh, (laughs) what they were saying was more more entertaining than the game. So (laughs) that's just what it was. Um, But thoughts. Colorado? Do they make a
1: bowl? Nope.
0: You <laughs> know, I, call
2: out the sh- I, 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 I want to. Sh- I gotta agree with you. I say, I say no too. You go ahead. Uh, first game T- uh, at TCU. L. Uh, second game, ga- game number two uh, at home versus Nebraska.
0: They can, they can beat. I'm
2: halfway tempted to point towards L.
0: Yeah, that's that's I'm, a fifty-fifty.
1: That's an interesting game, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I um, I want to go to Colorado. I never been to Colorado. I need an excuse to go to Colorado, and I'm, I'm I might think about going to that game because that'll be. I think that'll be a fifty-fifty game, and I honestly, you know, I'm not. I, I'm I'm supporting Coach Sanders, but I honestly don't think they're gonna win very many games. So I think that'll be an opportunity to see a, maybe a competitive game.
2: I will shoot. I will shoot some pictures to the group chat. It is a very beautiful camp. Oh yeah, scenic. Yeah, very beautiful camp. Uh, following week they play at home versus Colorado State. That should be a dub. Jay Norvell. Uh,
0: yeah, I agree. Hey, it had
2: to be you, brother. You about to take the L and get fired? What's next? Uh, following week at Oregon. Loss. Uh, following week after that, at home versus USC. Loss. Big loss. You said big loss? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they put up... Um,
0: U- USC will put see. up for it. Uh, they,
2: they'll travel to Tempe to play Arizona State in the fighting Kenny Billinghams. They, they could... Sh- should
0: That's
2: be a, a dub considering how... Should be a dub considering... I guess you could say the piss poor job that Antonio Pierce and Herm Edwards did recruiting-wise that Arizona State the last two seasons, yeah. along with the transfer portal like decimating their roster. So, yeah. yeah. You never know. Uh, that. I think after spring,
1: we'll probably have a better idea what teams, what, you know, what they're going to actually look like. So I don't know. You never know. Yeah.
2: I can confidently say that this is going to be a W right here uh at home family weekend versus stanford
0: yeah actually being stanford
2: yeah yeah stanford lost 22 kids in the transfer portal this all season so far wow they can they can't take any transfers in. the 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 academic um uh, restrictions are too like suffocating where you they they literally have to wait until the fall semester to come to, uh go to school. Let's see. Then uh, they play, uh, get a break. Then they, the following week after that, they play at UCLA, who will probably either be breaking in uh, a new quarterback, the uh, five-star kid out of Detroit. Uh, I can't remember his name. But he's the number one player in the state of Michigan. Though.
0: That's number four.
2: Uh, or, uh, at home against Oregon State.
0: That's five.
2: Even with DJ uh, U- DJ Ukulele starting that quarterback for Oregon State.
0: Yep. Hmm. All right. Uh,
2: versus Arizona,
0: they could win it. Uh-huh. At
2: Washington State, a Friday night game.
0: Six in Six losses right there. All
2: right, and final game on the road: Salt Lake City versus Utah.
0: Seven losses.
2: So, five and
0: seven? Yeah, five and seven. Now, is it possible they they could possibly beat Oregon State? Yeah, it's possible. It's possible they 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 could win one of those games, but it's going to be very difficult. I mean, make it to the Sun Bowl is good for them because if they make it, because they get an extra, what, 14 practices or something like that, 10 practices. So, that's good. But yeah. I, I just don't think... I think when people are saying, "Yeah, they're gonna win the Pac-10 or 12, whatever it's called these days," um, I think they need to temper their expectations.
2: If they still a game that's gonna be, if they still a game it's gonna be the TCU game, in my
0: opinion, yeah. T- TCU don't have a lot coming back, do they? Oh, let's
2: see. They got. I know they got I know they got four kids that transferred in from uh Alabama on their roster. Two one on the offensive line, one on the defensive line, uh former five star running back, uh Trey Sanders from IMG and Jojo Earl, the wide receiver.
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: see, see that's the thing. They, this this college
1: football has changed where you used to be able to look at a roster and say, They're losing all of these guys. It's probably gonna have an impact next season, but with the Grant the graduate transfers and then the regular transfers. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you <they> don't know. <laughs> I don't know. TCU T- T- might be in the mix. Might,
0: might be. Um,
1: because
0: good coaching sometimes can overcome some of your deficiencies. And I, let me ask you this question here. And I, I think I mentioned this earlier in the group chat who has a better record? at the end of the season I know I said I used uh LSU with this one, but will Vanderbilt be a better team than than Colorado? Now you're getting
2: downright offensive.
0: I'm just saying. <laughs> Who Man, did, that, v- Vandy beat Florida?
2: That was a once in a forty five year <laughs> <laughs>
1: but
0: they beat them
2: So let's put this in perspective Let's
1: put it in perspective
0: Yeah,
1: You can look at the end of the season You can look at the win-loss record for Bandy, And you can look at the win-loss record for Colorado And you can compare the teams and say Hey, this team did better than the other team yeah. But you're not comparing apples to apples When you look at a, an SEC schedule Versus a Pac-12 schedule Also So even though Bandy is the uh, You know the bottom of the barrel when it comes to the SEC. Bandy is a team that I, I feel like if you lifted them up and put them in another conference, they would be competitive. So, I mean, it sounds disrespectful, but Bandy is, Bandy is not as bad as, as everybody thinks Bandy is just because they play in the SEC, so.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> but Temple
2: is as SEC, bad. SEC schedule <laughs> SEC schedule aside, what will be Vanderbilt's record coming out of that non-con, which is home for Hawaii, home against Alabama A&M, um, at Wake Forest, and at UNLV? i say four and zero is the benchmark, or it'll be the it'll be creme de la Three and them, 1. but they probably going to be three and one.
0: Three and one. Yeah, they'll
1: lose the Wake Forest. They'll lose the Wake Forest.
0: Yeah. They might beat wait. They got that that quarterback's coming back, ain't it? From Vandy.
2: Nope, Sam Harvin, He transferred to Notre Dame.
0: No, from from Vandy, Vanderbilt. Oh, you
2: talking about Vandy? My bad. I'm thinking about what he's for. Uh, One of those kids transferred. It was the one. uh, I think it was the right kid. The uh, yeah, the one who started at quarterback. He transferred.
0: Oh, he did. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I might have to. When they get the conf, yo.
2: When they get to their conference schedule, it's a wrap. Because Kentucky, Missouri, at Florida, Georgia, at Ole Miss,
1: Auburn,
0: at South Carolina, at Tennessee. They're not going to be favored in any of those games. So, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I say all that just to say if Colorado was just as good as Vandy, it's a success. That's all <laughs> I'm <I'll let>. saying. <laughs> it's a success. Same colors, same schemes. Um, it's a success. Uh, also, um, just had a, um, uh, <laughs> just had, just had this one thought right here, right? And just to kind of get your opinion on it. Uh, what are you most looking forward to? Um, the Super Bowl or the NBA playoffs? Anybody. Hmm.
1: So I would say I'm most looking forward to the uh to the Super Bowl simply because it's one game in mm-hmm. the NBA playoffs is, you know, it's a lot of games, it's seven game series, and I, I've been saying this for years. They got thirty teams in the NBA and usually it's about twenty five that have zero percent chance of winning a championship and it's about five teams that are competing. So uh The playoffs, the season don't really start until the playoffs, so the playoffs is good, but Super Bowl is one game, man. So I'm definitely looking forward to the Super Bowl. And I I, I hope that Joe uh Joe Shisty gets back to the Super Bowl so we can um so we can see him finish the job this time.
0: So you got uh so I assume you're picking Cincinnati to beat Kansas City.
1: Well, I said uh, Kansas City would win if Patrick Mahomes was healthy, but he said he's good to go. But I don't—I mean, I don't know how much I believe that. So, I still like Cincinnati.
0: Gotcha. All right, all right. I have no idea who's going to win that game because I don't—I wa- don't watch the NFL that like that. I think I may. Have... Well, let me give you a
1: little. Let me give you a little fun fact. Uh, the last four times they played,
0: Cincinnati won.
1: Cincinnati's won.
0: I do know that, and
2: by an average of three points, but they won. <laughs> but they won. Yeah. <laughs> who, who, else can say
1: that? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: What, what you got, Deron? Are you more excited about the NBA playoffs starting, or the Super Bowl, or better yet,
2: let's I'm switch you. up. I'm more excited for college football season
0: start again. Yeah, <laughs> so I feel like I don't have nothing to watch on yeah, television.
2: I, I I'll watch the NBA if it's something, if it's an interesting matchup. Like I ain't going out of my way to watch Mavericks Magic on a Tuesday, and I live in Dallas, and I don't even want to go see that. But if it's a game that's interesting, like I might, I might go down uh, tomorrow and see Spurs Sun just to boo Chris Hall because you know, <laughs> Actually, you know what that is. That that is, that is my superstition right there. David Cern screwed the Lakers over with basketball reasons. You can't convince me otherwise. That uh, team was gonna have Kobe Bryant, Chris Paul, and uh, still in his prime Dwight House. Yeah. And basketball reasons.
0: Yeah, that was uh but but wasn't um the NBA running the Pelicans at that time because they didn't have an owner or something like that?
2: Right, but the, but the owners gave the general manager Cart Blunt to make uh, deals in good faith, not some like lopsided trade. Like, like if he wanted to do basketball reason, he could have did at the time Kwame Brown, Filler, and Mark Gasol for for Paul Gasol. Gotcha. Like that would have been a reason for basketball reason, but yeah, conference okay. days, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of
0: speaking of Super Bowl, we do got some uh controversy coming from Stephen A. Smith. Uh oh,
2: God.
0: Rihanna and Beyonce. And oh, God. Some people were saying he's pitting two black women against each other. Like why would you do such a thing? I get what he's saying. He likes Beyonce think. Hold on, bring
1: me up the speed. I don't. I don't know what 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 happened. I don't know what he said. What happened? So Stephen
0: A's on his promo run, and because he has a book that's coming out, and they asked. Oh, uh, she's on, on the Sherry Shepherd show, and they asked him, "Is he excited for about Rihanna? You know, being performing at the halftime?" And he said, "Well, she ain't Beyonce." And uh, <laughs> the <okay. laughs> the Navy went wild. That, that, that's what they call yeah, the
2: Navy. The
0: Navy don't play, Chief. Yeah, they 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 went wild. Now I get what he's saying because if if you ask me, hey, are you excited to hear Chris Brown? Uh, he ain't Luther. He ain't such and such. So I get what he's saying. I didn't find I didn't take offense to it.
2: So that's because you got common sense, man. This I'm sorry to to the, to the Navy. But the Navy and the Beehive don't operate in logic and common sense. They will they will go off the deep end. Like I think I heard uh I remember one time on Twitter they uh the Beehive said that vocally, Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey do not hold a candle to Beyonce.
0: What? Okay.
2: And they were reporting people and getting people blocked on Twitter who disagreed with them.
0: <laughs> wow wow that is it's crazy like ah who, who who's worse the navy or the beehive
2: beehive
0: the beehive 100 100 okay
2: beehive it, hold on uh most still there
1: yeah i'm still here
2: I don't know how in tune to the music you are, but if you want to do a top five of uh, worst uh, musical uh stand bases, aka fan bases out there, I gotta go number one, Tupac. Tupac fans are the worst. Uh the Beehive would be second. Uh behind them would be the uh the solid majority uh aka the R. Kelly fans. <laughs> 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 number four <laughs> would be uh, The Barks uh, For Nicki Minaj And let's see Who would be <laughs> worse than them Oh number five Drake Sands
0: I have to agree with you hmm. I have to agree with you
2: Drake stands. Get in their feelings Just like their hero
0: <laughs> the barbs, yeah.
2: I so, forgot. So
1: here's here's what I know. I don't know a whole. <laughs> I don't know a whole lot. I don't know a whole lot. But here's what I know. I know that it never ends well for people on social media, whenever they come against any of the the people that you just named, any of those artists. Whenever right. you come against any of those artists, it doesn't end well on social media for you. So what I do is. Um, I mind my own business, especially when it comes to making comments. (laughs) When it comes to making comments about really big mega superstars and people like you know Taylor Swift and stuff like that, like when it comes to their fan bases and the stuff that I see, like some really mean, just evil stuff that people write online. And I don't even know if these are real people. I don't know if the kids in their parents' basement. I don't know who, who they are writing this stuff. But I'm like, this is this is an odd world that we live in, and that's something I don't want any parts of. So, I tend to stay away from those conversations about those uh, those A-list music celebrities and their social media fan bases. Smart man.
0: It's, yeah, very very smart. I still didn't like Beyonce's last album, but it wasn't made for me.
2: Apparently, that is that is at, that is at the beard. That the beard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> at at the abstract nomad at, me. at the abstract nomad um on Twitter so uh <laughs> no, you
2: are, no it is
0: not <laughs> <laughs> uh but no like like I think so I I don't know why but you could not like something and not be hating you know what I mean like I hey, I I don't like meatloaf I
2: don't well, like in this era of disagreement is hate in the eyes of the people that look for the reason they look
0: for the hate yeah they could get a they could get nine they could get 99 congratulations but that one person that could be like eh, i want to do it like this oh why you hate gotcha all right so i got i got to ask you guys a question last 10 minutes so i, I kind of like to uh take a moment of nostalgia got to ask you guys this just one question Did any of you own a pair of Evizus or red monkey jeans? Yes.
2: Yes. When I lived in Okinawa.
0: What do you have the red monkeys? I
2: had
0: both. What about you, Mo? I think I did,
1: man. I think I had one
0: pair of Evizu jeans back in the day. One pair, though, yeah. right. I had a pair of Evizo. What? What? They heavy? Like those jeans were heavy. What,
1: the, what, what, hold on, man, where did
0: this question come from? <laughs> right. I just saw a picture of uh, Jabo jeans. <laughs> and and I, I said to myself, well, why don't we wear this stuff? <laughs> and I, then I kind of went down the rabbit hole and I seen, um, I just googled jeans of 2000 and the two thousand. And the Red Monkey and the visus came up, and I was like, oh, my God. I never did get the Red Monkey. I wanted them. I just couldn't afford them. Um, but I did get a pair of Ivisu. Um, But I'm kind of glad. Wasn't the, the visus was the one that looked like it had, like, uh, the McDonald's the outline
2: on them. of a tooth? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here crying. I haven't heard that. It was just so long. Oh, my God. But yeah, hey,
2: but that, but hey, that was if if you were lucky enough to get like an authentic pair, like that was like to this, I think to this day, I think they took the McDonald's sign off of them, but you can still get them over in Japan because that's raw. That's like raw denim. Raw denim is like super expensive.
0: Yeah, yeah, but they were they were they were some heavy, heavy jeans. I mean, like that that was your workout in in in, in the visa, was <laughs> speed training, like those. You know? The speed training gene.
2: I got a, I got a story that y'all may or may not have seen and all I need is 30 seconds um, for y'all to reply to this. Uh, from uh, XL Magazine, details, Rick Ross won't ride in Teslas because he's afraid they will automatically drive him to the police. I've always had in the back of my mind the government could tap into the brain of the car. Okay, where's Ricky Ross? No, bring him in for questioning. Um, some dudes just don't know how to break character, man.
1: Nah, they don't. What in, what in the lemon pepper wings was he talking about?
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey. hey, dude, he he's he's a staying character all star man. He's uh, Noriega owe him a million favors or
0: something like that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't get that one. <laughs> I don't get that one. Um, oh, I also meant to ask, uh, you know, the run, our, our resident lawyer. I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think it's looking too good for Thugger. Um, the fact that somebody tried to pass him a, a Percocet in court. Um, yeah, I don't think it's looking too good for him. For him, Thoughts on this?
2: hey. There, there is a segment of the online population who have started the Free Thugger pro- um, the Free Thugger um, program. Um, you already know how I feel about that. I'm like, bro, I'm like, you can't commit crimes, then rap about it, and then say you can't use my music against me. Oh, you just gave them the evidence. <laughs> it's all yeah. right there. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Mo, thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, that, uh, I mean, I kind of gotta agree with, with what he just said. Like, I, I don't, I don't, re- honestly, I don't understand what the, what the the confusion is. Like, it may, may, maybe I'm missing something. Didn't a lot of people basically, for lack of better words, turn on him? Uh,
0: yeah, or, they took they took a plea deal.
1: Yeah, they they took a plea deal. Like, I don't, I don't understand why why. Why is Armand over here with a free thugger t shirt and <laughs> the guys who were uh, his, I guess his co-defendants or whoever they were, they they wasn't feeling the same way.
0: Um, uh, I have no idea. And for the record, Armand is not have <laughs> a, a free thugger t shirt. Again, <laughs> for the record,
2: the 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 whole no snitching credo gets twisted, and I'll go into my diatribe about it when we start recording because. There's a popular rapper
0: that people don't want to call out for snitch. Oh, um, you, don't want, you don't want
2: to say it? Nah, I don't need that smoke. I, I mentioned that I mentioned this fan base once, well, twice already on
0: this podcast. <laughs> gotcha.
2: Rest in, peace, rest in peace, Gangsta Boo.
0: Yeah, rest in peace, Gangsta Boo. Uh, also, rest in peace, Devin Willock and what's her name? Is it Chancellor? What was her name? Deron, you had it last week. Um I cannot think of her name, but the recruiting. Oh, the uh, uh, Ch-
2: Chandler Chandler uh, Lacroix the who died with the. You, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Rest, rest Res in peace, all, all, all of them. Um, man, but Gangsta Boo kind of shot me though. I can't even lie when I think wow. wow, did not expect that to hear.
2: But the thing that shocked me, the thing that shocked me the most, I was like, damn, she
0: all right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Man, um, um, speaking. Of- well, I guess I can speak on this. Uh, speaking of death, uh, yeah, uh, look after y'all health, man. Hey, I had an incident uh, during the break. Um, I ain't gonna say all the terrible things that I did to my body, but I think we, I think we've gone on about this once or twice on here before. But uh, yeah, black man, look after your health, man, because like it can be, you can be here laying on your sofa watching Netflix, in the next minute, flatline. They come that quick. It's it's literally that quick. So, look after your health, man. Go get go get go get that prostate exam. Don't worry about it. They only use two fingers once every year. So, <laughs> so, so don't worry about it. Go see that cardiologist. Do what? Go get don't don't just go get like the uh, physical once a year. Go twice every six months, dog. Trust me. I've got I got appointments lined up out the ass for like next like year, so you can either stay ahead of your health, or you can be taking a cocktail of like twelve pills a day, like I am. So,
0: yeah, man, yeah, blessed uh, to be here, man. I gotta agree with yeah, you. we we
1: and we glad that you're here too, man. That's a good reminder for all of us. Like I think a lot of time, I'm guilty of this too. I think a lot of times we just kind of uh push that to the back burner right because it's like oh i'm healthy i'm good i don't need to get i don't need to be proactive you know uh and right. truth be told truth be told that's probably th- that's what the the only way to be you know we shouldn't be reactive so that's a yeah. good reminder
0: yeah like i put you right. like this uh get your cholesterol check all that stuff check because there are no symptoms uh, <laughs> like physical symptoms hey my cholesterol is high or <laughs> whatever it is so um yeah. Or you might you might actually have high blood pressure, but you're so used to it that it feels normal. So get all of that stuff checked out and be healthy. In fact, 2023, uh, get healthy is for me. That that's that's what I got to do. I, I gotta be better. I gotta eat better. I gotta do make smarter decisions. Cause uh you know growing up playing football and then after that gallivanting the world and partying with Deron, yeah, i a lived reckless.
2: Um,
0: you got to put it on me, bro? Yeah, I was living reckless. So a lot of wild nights, but um, still living here to tell about it. But I got to do better. And I encourage you all to do better. Uh, so we got a minute and about 30 seconds. Any last thoughts, fellas?
1: I want to give a shout out to any... If anybody is in Washington, D.C., and you're looking for a restaurant to eat at, there's a place called St. James it's uh it's called modern caribbean but it's some of the best oxtails uh greens c- coconut rice like some of the best food you can have but it's in st james in the u street corridor uh, in dc oh
0: also i know uh we might have covered this but uh adam carter's new head coach for lions i already making big strides man i think these kids I think we've seen like seven athletes have about 30 D1 offers. Damn, yeah, really, yeah, yeah,
2: damn, okay,
0: bringing them in, the bringing them in. The um, uh, to also to go along with that, the, uh, the new turf and the indoor practice facility. But, um, listen, that's about all the, all the time we got here, and we'll be back next week. But until then. It says the beard always wins. My name is Omar Rashad. We got Molane. We got Deron. The crew is back. Also, go buy the merch. We got a new shirt up and uh, on Bonfire. And the beard always wins. Movement Lifestyle Podcast. And as always.